Hello, brothers and sisters. This is your brother Alejandro Ibrahim, your host and founder of KYP, coming to you with another round of conscious information. I know it's been a while. Um, I've been in college, just finished up my finals, so now I'm out for the summer. So, you know, I'm coming back with some new content. We're going to come back a little bit harder and stronger. More new content, more guests, trying to spread the consciousness a little bit more, bringing different perspectives of groups and ideas, and um, uh, try to get different people on the platform to show. I want to thank you guys, also my viewers and supporters, for continuing to um, listen to the episodes. And uh, thank you very much, everybody, for uh, continuing to watch and see the content. So I know it's a little bit behind due. I should have talked about this probably when it did happen, but again, I'm busy. But, you know, to start off the summer with this, um, uh, first we're going to talk about really what Kamala Harris and Tim Scott said that America isn't a racist country. The first thing with that, when Tim Scott said it, it doesn't surprise me when that brother said it. It didn't surprise me when he said it. Because, you know, T Tim Scott is a Republican. You know, he's the only, he's one of the, he's the only black Republican senator in the United States of America. Um, you can clearly see that they, you know, using this brother to show that they have some type of diversity if it does exist in the Republican Party. So it doesn't shock me that, you know, they said, oh, uh, Tim Scott said this. It doesn't shock me at all. Um, we know why they put him up there to even give the rebuttal to the um, address that Joe Biden gave. We, we know why they did that. And they did that because he was a black man, number one. And number two, um, they also want, you know, to show that, hey, uh, this police brutality bill going through, you know, he's trying to put it together. They also want to show what he's thinking probably. So that's why they put him up there. But um, what shocked me was the Kamala Harris rebuttal. And it wasn't surprising that she said that. Because we already know what's going on with that, brothers and sisters. We already know that, you know, even though she's said to be a black lady in the, in the White House vice president, we know the agenda of how they um, put black people in high position of power to appease us. But it's the fact that when she said it, people didn't really hop on it. And I wondered why. People were always hopping on Tim Scott. You understand? People were hopping on Tim Scott for a long time. But as soon as Kamala Harris said, people didn't hop on it. And I think that's due to the fact that we see the system, I mean, excuse me, we see her in the position of higher power being the first, you know, black female vice president. And we say, oh, we, we can't hold that accountable. That's the first thing we got to do. We got to understand, we got to hold all of our black leaders accountable. But let me dissect really why they, what they're saying and how they did this. First of all, this was coming. All last summer we was out there, brothers and sisters out there protesting for Black Lives Matter, all that. And we know what Black Lives Matter about. We know that's not our organization. We've seen the research. We see what they're doing with the money. But clearly, what we are seeing again is that with all these efforts, America trying to so-called overcome racism, they think... Also, with the George Floyd decision over Derek Chauvin, they think now that America is not racist anymore. <clears throat> the biggest weapon, one of the biggest weapons of white supremacy is appeasement. They want us to believe that, oh, we'll give you a crumb here or there. It's over. It's not that big of a deal. L let's, let's dissect white supremacy real quick, family. White supremacy is about attacking all black people, and they will use black people to do that. They will have black leaders who make you feel that somehow 
you've overcome this racism and now they say racism don't exist no more or we got we had a black male president and we have a black uh, female vice president or racism don't exist no more am i supposed to accept that that's the biggest problem that we have we got to be able to understand and see the setup that does exist and clearly clearly we're seeing it so now that america's not a racist country anymore in two of the highest elected black people in this country okay again tim scott u.s united states senator kamala harris vice president of the united states both said racism doesn't exist what do you think is going to happen this is the this is what they did with reparations too. They had the same. They did the same thing when Mitch McConnell said, "Oh, reparations isn't needed because we've had a black male president." Watch who you are entertaining, family. Watch what was going on, family. This is clearly what happens: black people in positions of higher power not exercising the truth because they have technically been compromised. Just to be real. Black, black. Not saying all black leaders in higher power are compromised, because if you look at sisters like, um, ooh, excuse me, but the sister in California, um, I forgot her name, family. Please forgive me for this one. Put uh, the Congress lady down there. I don't know. I had a brain freeze real quick, but she's very strong. She's been very strong in the past. Now I don't agree with everything she's done. But she was very big back in the 90s for black people. She was actually very tight with Khaled Muhammad. Um, you know, very strong. She actually helped black. You know, she was very pro-black back in the day. So I'm not going to say all elected officials. But I will say that a good percentage. Maybe, I mean, with her, she's probably the only one I won't say was fully compromised. But I'll say by all of them, that's compromised. In a sense... That, you know, they, they see now this position of power and they forget about the rest of the community. See, one thing we got to learn as um black people, especially us young ones who, you know, like me, 19 years old, is that um, we got to groom leaders in, in the community, you know, who are going to take over and be successful and who won't work for the community. Not for the, not for the, not for the, um, lobbying on us to all believe. And that's what we're failing to do. We have to groom a leader. You know what I'm saying? We have to, we have to make it to where this environment produces a leader. We have to make it to where we can produce Malcolms. We can produce, um, MLKs. And we can produce Marcus Garveys. But we can't do that if the community ain't fixed. So that's why we gotta do it. Tim Scott has no loyalty to the black community at all. And neither does Kamala Harris. Because, first of all, the community didn't really pick him. The Republican Party, they backed Tim Scott because, I mean, you just be real, he was a black man. Democratic Party backed Kamala Harris because she's said to be a black woman. She's a black woman. And they backed her. They they backed her. And they said, hey, this is what this is what you're going to do. We're going to back you to be vice president. And they already understand the first that we believe that black people in high places achieving something means that they're for us. And clearly that doesn't mean it. Black people have been in, we have over 10,000 elected black officials. About 10,000. Yet still the community still look the way it does. But if you look at other ethnic groups, they some of them barely have any elected officials. 
Asian community don't even have that many, but they still booming. And they've been booming since back in the day. In California, you look at the Koreans, they were owning businesses, they were maintaining their own community. Because they community first. We can have black leaders in office. At the end of the day, that's just gonna have to happen. But we got if we really want serious, effective black leaders who are gonna help produce black families, black um black belief systems and sense of community and things to help black people and hold um, and represent us in a firm, powerful way. We're going to need to pick these leaders. We didn't pick Kamala Harris and we didn't pick Tim Scott. Therefore, they have no obligation to our community. So a lot of us can't be upset when they make comments like this. I wasn't upset because I already knew what was going to happen. I already knew that we didn't pick these leaders and that they were going to say what they wanted to say. Honestly, it's 2021, brothers and sisters. Black people like that saying comments like that do not shock me. <coughs> to me, it's right to happen. Because this is what you get when you don't properly select the leaders. We got to make a community where we groom leaders to be what they want. We're going to say, hey, these young men right here, we're going to groom to be the leader of the black community. These young sisters right here, we're going to groom to be the leader in the black community. And we also got to keep in mind that leaders don't always have to be in positions of power. You can be a leader in the community just because of what you say and the influence you have. You don't have to be rich. It can be the truth that you say. Most of us keep on looking to um, a black billionaire or a black man um, who run an office as a leader. Many community leaders. Malcolm X wasn't rich. By the time he died, he barely had any money to his name. The brother barely had a dollar to his name, apparently. He was broke. But he was such an effective and firm leader. He gained the trust of the people. And what he was saying was true, that people followed him. People stayed with him even despite when he left the nation of Islam. Same thing with Khalid Muhammad. He was a strong leader. He's a strong leader. Even when he left Nation Islam, he still was able to rebuild the new Black Panther Party. And brothers and sisters were still following with him. And he didn't feed into this divisive, oh, I'm this, that, third. He had brothers from the Hebrew Israelite Nation, the Moorish community, the the some others from Nation of Islam, Pan African practice, African spirit, African religious systems, all types. That's what we call that's why I like him. He's a leader. Same thing with Marcus Garvey. Those are leaders. But we have this this dumbfounded, outdated narrative that we have to have some black person position of power, somebody who has overwhelming um, influence with money. You can be a leader community right now. Fred Hampton. I admire him based mainly because of one of his major things. That brother was 21 years old and had and was a leader. 21 years old. I'm 19. He's two years older than me when he died. Literally, he was 21 when he died. It blows my mind. So when he when he was 19, he was still out there organizing. And that's shocking to me. Because despite his age, he was still able to gain influence over people who were probably 20, 30 years older than him. He was still able to gain their support. So when people talk about age, age don't matter. You can always be a leader. But who wants to be a black leader in the black community? Who does? We got to start making black leaders. The young brothers out here, they not out here trying to be leaders in Lavin. These brothers out here, they, they too afraid because they done seen the, the effects of the killing of black male leadership. We got to be leaders out here, black men. So we, we got to do better in terms of leadership. We got to pick our leaders. We got to vet them. And we got to create an environment where we can have them. We got to teach these guys to be loyal to the community. Kamala Harris, Tim Scott, I would say again, had no loyalty to the community. So, so they can say whatever they want. And it's good that they did say it to all these black people out here who think we're making progress. They can't even admit that this government is racist. 
they still think that what they're not doing is racist. There's a lot of other hand racism we're going to talk about this this summer that's going on. But I'm going to just leave y'all with this. If we don't create leaders who have obligations to the community, this will continue. I want to thank y'all for um, listening to me today. Hope y'all do well. We're coming out with more content. We're going to come out strong this summer and going for the, for the rest of the year. Got a lot of things we're going to talk about. Going to have some different guests on. So stay tuned, family. Thank you. Take care.